why is it that we as individuals accept mediocre in our life, mediocre things, mediocre people in our life? Why is that we do this? Why is that we bring people in our lives that we know are no good for us? Why do we keep doing this? Why is it that when a person hurts you, you bring them back into your life again? That to me doesn't make any sense. If somebody hurt you or say they cheated on you, but you bring them back into your life, you've only created another problem because that person is going to cheat again. That That's facts. And you can look it up if you want to. If you bring this person back into your life that has hurt you and try to rectify it, the only thing they're going to do is continue to hurt you. You can't fix somebody that's, that's broken. That's to me, has been broken by somebody else, then you bring them into your life, try to fix them. You, you can't do that. It, it's To me, it's like you're trying to, you're trying to fix a, a car that is a 1982 with a part from a 2002. Same type of vehicle, but a part won't work. It's the same thing. You can't fix people that have hurt you and that are broken. Because when you try, only thing that person is going to do is, is hurt you again. Only thing that broken person is going to do is keep you broken. And that's just that's just part of life, reality of life. Because I can look back into the 90s where I was dating someone and I knew this person was broken. Because they came out of a broken relationship. But what did I do? I tried to be this savior. You can't save them. I tried to save this individual. The only thing this individual done was continue to hurt me. Pull me down. Instead of leveling me up, they brought me down to their level where I was doing dumb stuff and I knew better. So what I'm saying to you is when you know somebody's not trying to help you level up and that person has been broken, has been hurt by someone else, you have to let them go they don't mean you any good because you can't fix them they need therapy um they need to talk to somebody that can really give them some good sound advice to help them get throughout what they're dealing with the thing i've learned throughout my life so i like to wake up in the morning and get up in the morning and say a prayer i don't want to have to get up in the morning and look at the individual next to me and say I want them out of my life. I shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to do that. You should have already had that person out of your life. It's, it's like I always, and that's something I always say, you've heard me say it before, guys. It's, it's like a plant in your house. You know the plant is dead, but you continue to water it and hope it gets better. But it's not. It just won't happen. Eventually, you have to take that dead plant and throw it out the door. Because it's not going to grow anymore. That's like the individual that walks into your life. You know who has been hurt and who has been broken. You cannot fix that individual. So why should you continue to try? But I, I know why. Because you think you can save everybody. You can't save everybody. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Some people you can save. Some people you can't save. I'll give you a prime example. My young cousin. I told him something before. I we buried my other cousin. And I told him this at the gravesite. I said, you're the last person that's left. So you need to make sure you're straight 
to take care of nieces and nephews. There's only two of them. A week, I say probably a month later, I get a phone call. They find him in my uh, mother's house with a needle in his arm, dead. You know, I, 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 you can't help people all the time. You can give them advice, but you can't make them do what you want them to do. And I knew he was going down this dark path, but I didn't know it was that bad. And then you dealing with the same people you grew up with as a child. You in your 60s, almost 70 something, I'm 60, 63, 64 years old. But you got the same childhood friends that were no good then, but you're still with them now. Those same friends are still above ground, but you're not. They were not good enough to give you advice. That, hey, man, you should stop doing drugs. You should stop. But they won't give you advice because they want to be involved with drugs, too. But you just happen to get the bad end of the stick. So that's what happened to him. And, and, and I hate it to this day. Because I told him, so I left that gravesite. Please, please straighten yourself up. Please, because they need you. This is it. You're the last one that is living from my, my adopted parents. I was adopted by them. And he was the last one living. He ended up killing himself. Drug, drug overdose. Things a couple of days before they actually figured out he was in the house dead. And I got a phone call from a friend of ours who called me and, and, and I'm sitting at work and I'm like, why? You ask yourself why, but I can't answer the why because I gave him support to let him know, don't do this. Like I said, I never knew he was in that type of drugs, but I can only give advice. I'm not perfect by no means. But I can give you advice. It's up to you to take my advice. You know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a drug counselor. I'm none of those things. I'm just me, a human being. So from one human to another human, you should say, hey, I got a problem. So I need to go get it taken care of. Instead of doing that, you decide to do things beyond what you usually would do. But your so-called friends should have said, hey, man, I know you're going through some stuff, but drugs is not the answer to, to solving your problem. But they did not. And that's the thing I'm saying to you all. You get these friends that think you're friends and you got issues. They should be able to say, hey, man, I can tell you, but I can't make you do anything you don't want to do. It's like me. When I had an episode years back, way years back, then I actually had to go get some help. Because I was too far out there. They had to go uh, commit myself voluntarily uh, into a place to have myself evaluated because I was doing too much. I was drinking too much. But I went and got help. And that's the thing I was trying to kind of say under the rug to, this, to my young cousin was, hey, I think you got something going on here a little too much. You need to get some help. So. That's what I'm telling you guys. You can try to help some people, but you can't help everybody. The same thing what I'm saying. Somebody is so broken, you trying to repair them, you cannot. You can try, but they need some type of therapy. You can say, hey, I'm going to try to bring this person to my house who's been hurt and try to love them. 
They have been hurt so deep that they need some help. Don't try to fix somebody because you are not built for that. You that's not that's not who you are. You are not a therapist, a, a healer, anything like that. You're not a doctor. You can't diagnose this person. But my advice is don't keep bringing people around you in your life that's not going to bring you any happiness. If the person you bring in your life is just going to continue to bring you drama, you got you got to get rid of them. You got to let them go. I want you to, to smile every day of your life and I want you to be happy because enjoy life while you're above ground. Once it's over, it's over. There is no coming back. There is no tomorrow. You only have today. I want to think about today. I can't think about tomorrow. I can praise the Lord. I hope I wake up in the morning and that's all I can do. That's all you can do. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. We Right now, we are good because I'm talking to you on, on, on my microphone now. So I'm above ground. My thing is, I want you to live life to the fullest. I want you to be happy while you are above ground. I want you to be able to smile, laugh, hug, kiss, hold somebody while you're above ground. I want you to enjoy life without being, how can I say this? Without somebody trying to pull you down. If somebody is not in your life to help you level up, it's time to let them go. If you can't, if both of you all can't level up together, I want people in my life to help me level up. I want people in my life to help me move to the next level. I want somebody that's in my life that's going to help me become a much better human being, a much better father, a much better brother, a much better uncle, a much better grandfather. That's the people I want in my life. If you don't have those type of people in your life, let them go. Let them go. They bring you no happiness. They bring you no joy. You know what I'm saying? They they, they bring nothing to the table. That's, that's what I'm saying. If you got somebody that don't bring anything to the table, let them go. They're not going to bring something positive to the table. Let them go. Because I do not like, and you shouldn't either, negative people around me. I don't. If you're negative, don't come around me. You should be the same way. If you know that person is negative, don't let them come around you. If they're not going to come to help uplift you, Take you to the next level. You don't need them. You need people in your life to help you take it to the next level. You know, that's just, that's life in general. And the thing I want to, another thing I want to say too is, I want to say something about my uh, my step-parents that, that raised me, my, my aunt and her husband that raised me and my, my siblings. One thing they instilled in us is love. If you cannot love one another, and you got so much hatred in your heart, stay away from that. those individuals. They taught us how to love our family, our friends, and people we came, came in contact with. They showed us how to love. They, they, gave us, they gave us so much knowledge and wisdom when we were young. I've always took it with me. I keep it with me to this day. I've always keep Things that, that little nuggets, I call them little nuggets that gave us to this day with me. My 
my stepfather was this guy who I, I told you, I didn't realize this till I was 57 years old. I seen it, but didn't understand it. When my stepfather would give money to this, this white man, I never understood what he was doing. I, I just didn't at the time. I didn't acknowledge that. But when I turned 57, I had to really, really look at what was really going on back then. What it was, he was giving this white gentleman um, half of his uh, crop money that he had done within the summer months. We find out after research that my stepfather was an actual sharecropper. He was a sharecropper. That's some term terminology used for slaves, for slaves that were for their masters. They shared their money with them. So there's something you probably want to look it up, but here or there. I didn't know that till I turned 57. But the thing I've learned in life about my stepfather, one thing about it, he kept food on the table, a roof over our head, and made sure anything that we needed, we got it. So that taught me how to, regardless of what he's done or what he'd been through, which is cool. I understand it. That was just life for him at the time because he never had a education. I think he only went to the third grade and that was, that was pretty much it to my best of my knowledge. But even though he had a third grade education, one thing he had in his heart is love. Nothing is mind. He could count money. He might not, could not read or write, but the man could count money to the T. I'm telling you, I try to cheat him out of nickel. And let me tell you, I paid dearly almost with my life behind a nickel. So this lets you know there were still bad times. There was fun times. But there was times where he actually gave us knowledge on how to be young men and women in society. How to live in society without doing stupid stuff. But some of my brothers have made mistakes. I've made mistakes. Some stuff we didn't learn that he taught us that we did dumb stuff. You know, my uh, other two brothers end up going to, going to prison for some stuff that they did, but they did not do it. Come to find out years later, it didn't, it didn't happen the way it was the way it was said. So, but that's neither here nor there. But the thing I'm saying to you guys is life is short. Life will throw you curveballs. But you got to step in front of the plate and knock the curveball out the park. That's the way life is. Don't allow yourself to go through your life without being happy, without having joy with people who are trying to bring you down. Don't let them. Do not allow people to bring you down because you have a choice. You have a choice between good and bad. Those are your choices. You can do stupid stuff. Or you can do good stuff. Those are the choices you have in front of you. But it's up to you to make that decision. No one can make a decision for you but you. No one can love you better than yourself. I love me. I love me some me. I don't care. Nobody loves me. This guy here, I love me some me. You should as well say the same thing. If nobody, nobody can love you better than you can love yourself. A lot of people get on me and say, hey, Rick, why you don't go to church? Because why should I? Why should I go to church when I'm spiritual? I'm spiritual. Church is in your heart. My mom always taught me 
churches in your heart. It's not that you got to go to a building to become religious. I'm saying churches in my heart. I'm spiritual in my heart. I love everybody. I don't treat nobody no different than I would treat my own children. I treat everybody the same. I treat you the way I would treat somebody else. I'm not going to treat you no different, but I would not allow you and you should not as well. Someone to disrespect me or treat me differently. Don't dislike me because the color of my skin. Like me because, because of my character, because of what I bring to the table and how I treat you. And you should be the same way. Don't never allow people to try to be fake. Don't you see some fake people in your life? Get them out your life. There's a lot of fake people in this world. I do not. Do not, will not, shall not accept people in my life that are fake. That means me no good. That brings nothing to the table for me. That's to me that that's degrading myself. Why would I bring that person in my life? You know, why should you bring that person in your life? Why is it that we as individuals, sometimes we are so hard to show love to the next person. Why do we have so much hatred in our heart towards another person? Sometimes you can't answer the question. Sometimes you, you, you say, I hate this person, but why? You, there's always a why. If you can't never figure out the why, you just sitting there, you just talking in circles. Do you love yourself? Do you love yourself enough that you won't allow yourself to get caught up with dumb shit? Do you? Because if you don't, that's on you. That's you to get involved with dumb shit. I've got caught up in dumb crap before. I have. Do I, to this day, I look back at it. The things I've done in my past has cost me almost $10,000 for my mistakes. And not once have I blamed anything I've done on anybody else. Because who am I to judge someone else when I got my own problems? So say are you. Why should you blame somebody else for something you've done or you're doing on someone else? You have to learn to take full responsibility for your actions. Your action. Not someone else's action, but your actions. You know, this is this is what I've learned about myself is when I make mistakes, I learn to take care of my mistakes. Society is not against me. I'm going to be a good citizen in society. You should want to be a good citizen in society. Yes, you're going to make continue to make mistakes. We're human beings. We all are human. We are we going to make mistakes. We are going to do stuff that sometimes we know that doesn't make any sense. But then when you sit back and take a look at the overall big picture, you'll be like, damn, why did I do that? That's the why again. Is why did why did you do that? And like to me, I ask myself, like I said, when I do stupid stuff, when I did, let me rephrase what I should say it. When I did stupid stuff, I sat back and I questioned myself. I said, why did I do that? Because I didn't have to do that. But me being me, I didn't care at the time. Me being me, didn't care about who I hurt at the time. Me being me again, didn't give a damn. Trust me, by me not caring, it put me in a very bad situation and it cost me. 
dearly. Like I said before, $10,000, it cost me dearly. So I've learned that sometimes stop, process stuff that you're, you're, before you get ready to do it, make a good decision. Because like I said, I had choices in life. Good choices, bad choices. A lot of choices in life. And like I've, I've said this before, and I regret this to this day, that my baby girl and I, we don't even talk to each other because I think it's something I said to her a long time ago that stuck with her because she's like she's like a father. If you say something to me, I keep it in the back of my, my mind and I will let you know up front how I feel. But she has not spoken to me because I hurt her, you know, because she's and the thing I done was something that she stuck her nose in grown folks business and I chastised her. And the way I done it was to me now, I look back at it, I was wrong. But I, I told her to stay her ass in children business, not in grown folks business. That was between me and her mother. But she raised a voice at me and just, you know, and we went at it. You know what I'm saying? But still, I don't blame the child. I blame me because I'm the adult. I should have took control of the situation and spoke to her in a different language. But me being me, I wanted to show her that I'm the authority and you were just a child. So child is in the child place, which is true, which is 100% true. But me as a father knew when I said what I said, I was wrong. And, and to this day, I want to correct it, but she won't talk to me. So I always send messages about her, her middle sister and tell her, hey, tell her I love her. Tell her happy birthday. She acknowledges it. She acknowledges it all the time. But that's the thing I'm going back to saying again. You try to fix your wrongs and make them right. You hurt somebody, you try to make it right. I'm still working on myself to try to make it right with me and my baby girl. Because she was my pride and joy. She's my baby. That was my that is my baby, regardless. Always gonna be my baby. I, as a father, make the mistake of being a dumbass. Want to be authority, authority guy, this guy with all this authority. Instead of me talking on her level, I was talking on the, the adult level. You know, taking it to a child's level. So I take full responsibility for that. So, and the thing I want you to take from this part here is, if you have hurt somebody, continue to work on trying to make it right. If you can't talk to the individual, just send little things by somebody that you, that knows them. Say, hey, I, I love you. Hey, I care. I apologize. Like not acknowledge the birthday. Acknowledge something about that individual. Let them know that you're still thinking about them, even though it hurts like hell to this day. Still, let them know you're thinking about them. Guys, I'm gonna end this on this. End this on here. When you love somebody, love them. Love them all the way. Thick and thin. Just love. Give, I want you to give love. No hatred. Give love away today. Love each other. Love your person that you're with. Hold them. Kiss them. Tell them how much you care about them. Because you never know the next day you might not be here. But hey, I love you guys, man. Thank you for just listening to me. I'm just, just talking today. Today's one of the days I just want to talk. Thank you guys. Take care. Talk to you later.